guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn and use all the brain tools to feel, look, and do your absolute best. And guys, today is about looks, but also about health and also about performance. These days, I'm often asked, um, how do you get that lean? Or how do you get this great definition in your abs or in your arms? Or how do you stay so lean throughout the holiday? And the answer is simple. Um, it's healthy lifestyle, exercise, but also I'm a nutritionist, right? I know what food works for me. I know what uh, calories are. I know what micronutrients are, and I put all of that into practice. But I also have very simple rules for things like maintaining ideal for me body weight, the body weight that I love being in, the body weight that makes me feel good, and that is simple for me to maintain. I know a few rules that work, that work perfectly in my life, and it's easy for me to follow. And that's why no matter whether that's a holiday or I'm somewhere in a remote part of the world, it doesn't matter. I know how to maintain that exact result. And today I'm going to share with you some of those tips, my thinking, my advice. I spent in nutrition coaching 17 years of my life. I learned a ton on my personal and my professional experience. And I'm going to share with you a few with you a few takeaways that if you want, you can start using in your life and they will help you to maintain your health and shape and performance in an easy, simple way too. And guys, in our food environment, where most of the t- most of the stuff you find on the shelves of the supermarkets will make you fat and is designed to make you overeat. If in this world, in this food environment that we are currently living in, you don't have any rules for yourself, you will end up getting fatter and sicker. And that will also eventually, sooner than later, affect your brain performance. When you work with people and somebody um, complains to me about things like brain fork or HDHD or inability to focus, right, or waking up and just feeling sleepy and groggy, it often has to do with improper nutrition. And once we change those rules of nutrition, not getting on a diet, but instead eating what your body is designed to be fueled by and your brain, what they're designed to be fueled by, the optimal nutrition, once you switch things around, and again, in most cases, it has nothing to do with calories. It's just the quality of the food. And people's symptoms disappear. I personally truly believe and convince that all the rising symptoms of things like ADHD, technology is a huge thing, yes, but then also it's the eating habits, the nutrition that for most people are nutrition and eating habits are all over the place and not for the best of brain performance. When I started working with entrepreneurs, often we get back to nutrition, and I still work as a nutrition coach uh, for quite some time before we even get into finer stuff. Because guys, no matter how many tools and uh, protocols you have for focus, let's say, if your blood sugar, because of your nutrition, is all over the place, it's going to be hard to impossible for you to maintain focus and flow states that highly depend on your good brain 
body biochemistry. So, and you know, it's Christmas soon, it's New Year, and it's like people are eating more and more and more. And 31st is like 1st of January, it's the last day, right? And then um, like uh, half or more of the world goes on some sort of diet. I feel so good that I don't ever have to go on any diet. I don't feel ever like I need to lose weight. And there is so much energy that is freed up for other things, especially for women that are more concerned usually about their body image. There is so much freedom when you don't have to care about that stuff. And you can just eat your breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, if you feel like uh, snacking on you know, good for you stuff, you can do that too. And just not care about all of this weird diet culture. There is so much energy that is freed up. Now, enough talking. Let's get to practical stuff. Now, yesterday I was talking to a girlfriend of mine here in Playa del Carmen, and she asked me, like, what do you do to maintain, you know, that body weight, that leanness? And at that time, I just ordered a drink, and it was juice. But they had the juice with pineapple and orange, I said, I don't want no pineapple, no orange. I just want to have my spinach, my celery, there was some other green and ginger and lemon, and that's it. And then she got curious, you know, why, 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 do you, why did you make this adjustment? And I told her that in my life, for me, it's much easier to not care about any calories, um, but instead care about certain rules that help me easily, without thinking, maintain my ideal body weight. And one of those rules, I do not consume sugars unless they come in whole foods and I have to chew them. In fact, I do not consume any calories if they come except for chocolate, uh, for 30 grams of chocolate. So other than that, I do not consume any calories from things that were refined, either in liquid or powdered form, like none. Not sugar in the form of juice, or smoothie, and by whole food, I mean something, again, that I have to chew. Not in the form of honey, or agave, or whatever the next healthy uh, sugar is, or uh, sweetener. So no liquid carbohydrate calories or fat calories. I also do not cook with liquid fats. Even things like olive oil. I buy olives and I eat them. Or avocado oil. I buy avocados and eat them. Again, everything when it comes to calories, I chew. And it has uh, quite a few advantages over consuming those calories in any other form. First of all, you do remove part of whatever it is, right? In a smoothie, not so much. But then I did this experiment with many of my clients. I told them, okay, so the amount of bananas, let's say in a smoothie, you consume and also, uh, you know, there are some fats and uh, maybe you blend it avocado, etc. Now, eat all of these foods. Yeah, not the green stuff, but eat all of these bananas. Eat those avocados. See how much less you actually will start eating. And it happens every time, every single time. So instead of, you know, eating all these bananas and uh, blended avocados and, and all the different seeds, when you start eating that, actually you start eating less and you cut your calories without thinking about that. When we chew our foods, when we eat foods, when we start our digestion in our mouth with chewing, that's how it was designed to be, our satiety signals kick in much faster and our body 
is able to maintain ideal body weight and manage those calories by default. You just get into your equilibrium, uh, into your balance, and you stay there. And when we, even when you're losing weight, I had this group with women, uh, 50s, 60s, and uh, the group's name was um, Belly Fat Zero or Zero Belly Fat Challenge. And all we did throughout the challenge, it was three months, we learned how to eat whole food meals. Meals that didn't have any added calories in the form of powders or liquids, but instead were designed around whole foods, again, that everyone had to chew. And women were losing weight without counting anything. And they were like, I'm full all the time. I don't want to eat anything. And it's weird. I'm losing weight and I'm not hungry and I'm eating all this food, seemingly a lot of those foods, but we just stuck with not eating our calories in a processed form for three months. That's it. And after the challenge, I told them at the end of the challenge, ladies, now you know this this works, that eating healthy for ideal body weight and eating deliciously is quite simple. So now you can introduce some of those uh, calories, but be mindful of that and know that it screws up your appetite a little bit. It makes you put on weight because most of the foods that are processed are designed to make us consume more calories. So we want to eat more. So we want to buy more, right? So So to cut the long story short, when you learn, when you have simple rules, like eating only whole foods, your satiety kicks in, you eat more nutrients, and that also helps you to maintain optimal hunger level and not crave a lot of things. And you look great, you feel amazing, and um, you don't have to be on any diet. Now, so that is one of my rules. And I have my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if I feel like putting something in between my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I usually snack on things like baby carrots that, again, almost like, you know, it's it's impossible to overeat carrots when you have to chew every single carrot. And what else? And that's about it, guys. Three meals, no snacks, and it's been like that for years. Since I found it, I'm like, why would I do anything else? And the beauty of it, I don't even crave anything. And another beauty of it, even if I have Christmas dinner with everything that is offered, even if I have New Year's dinner and then get back to my normal stuff, I don't put it away because the body regulates its weight when you do the right stuff most of the time quite easily. Uh, Now I have a friend and he's more in a camp of, well, I like eating certain foods like croissants or sweets on a regular basis. And it still works as long as I count calories. But he's like counting every uh, handful of nuts and everything that he consumes. And that would never be for me. He travels with his food scales, right? So that thing would never be my thing. Um, and then he said, well, you know, I it's easy for me to maintain my body weight that way. And again, I love my sweets. But then you would argue, well, yeah, you're able to maintain your weight, but the quality of your calories are not matched with the quality of my calories. I'm eating foods that have very dense nutritional profile. And all these nutrients go to either health aspects of myself, performance aspects, 
or to help me recover and flourish. And if you compare a, I don't know, some protein and carbohydrate, vegetable, you know, fish um, and some nuts and seeds, like a meal or a snack, if you compare that to calories in a croissant, the quality of these calories are just unmatched. And yeah, you might be taller, you might be able to afford it, but I would argue if you are taller, you need more of these nutrients to maintain your health. And then, yeah, there are some cases when processed food is necessary. Like, let's say if you're a professional athlete and you need a lot, a lot of calories and it's super hard to impossible to eat all of these calories, plus you have to train and you cannot be with your full stomach all the time, right? But then again, smart athletes use quality processed nutrition. They go for meal replacement stuff that is made of high quality ingredients with vitamins and minerals. They go for protein shakes. They go for electrolyte drinks, right? They do not just consume all kinds of junk food that requires resources from your body to be processed, right? Smart athletes who are in it to win it and in the for the long run do not consume a lot of that. Uh, or, you know, if you're a bodybuilder, yeah, you're probably a professional bodybuilder and need to add some protein shakes um, and to get all the protein because, again, it would be like so much harder to get into competing shape eating only whole foods. But again, most smart bodybuilders who care about their health go for something that is also nutrient-dense. They do not just consume any calories because they can burn them. And when it comes to especially to long-term body weight maintenance and health, hormonal health that play so much into our body weight and body composition. Nutrients really matter. Those vitamins and minerals that you consume or you don't consume, it's not just about calories at all. Like your body composition depends on the quality of those nutrients. So again, I'm a proponent of maximizing nutrient density and the quality of your foods not for the sake of body composition, but for the sakes for the sake of health, mental health, mental performance, and long-term health, longevity, and well-being. And so let's get back to practical stuff a little bit. If you want to have a life when you don't have to worry about your body weight, you've got to figure out some rules that allow yourself that will allow you to eat good quality, great quality food most of the time without having to care about calories so they trigger your satiety naturally. And then once in a while, and you also got to have rules for that. What is once in a while? You know, and what is uh, having a, I don't know, cheat meal or unusual meal? I don't like to call them cheat meals, but if I decide to have a dessert, I'm going to have a dessert and that's it. And the next couple of days, I get back to normal and my weight gets back to, I mean, it, it never actually changes. So usually because of my lifestyle, it just goes to more activity because my body is in that shape that whenever I get extra calories, I actually feel more active and I do more stuff. So the point is, what you do most of the time, that's what matters. Not if you have cake on Christmas or on New Year. I might have. And it will change absolutely nothing in my habits for the rest of the year. And I will not need to go on any diet. So if you were to borrow some of my rules that I've stuck with 
for years, and I taught a lot of my clients, and they work for a lot of my clients because they allow simplicity. Most of the people will never, you know, weigh their stuff. Yeah, maybe like for three months of the challenge or something like that. But then after you travel, you go on vacations. There are a lot of stuff going. There is a lot of stuff going on in your life. You forget about that. For with you know people who I work with, they have so much stuff going on. Then worrying and thinking about that stuff just um, just kind of falls sideways. And then if you don't have any rules, what happens is your health deteriorates, your shape deteriorates. So let's get back again to practical stuff. Um, what are some rules that I have for myself? Have meals without snacks. Again, for me, it means, yeah, if I have to snack, I might eat like a piece of fruit or some carrots. That's it. So no substantial caloric um, snacks. Uh, I have my meals. I make sure that they're balanced, that there is protein, there are essential fats, that there is fiber, there are carbohydrates, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, I make sure that I do not eat for at least 14 hours a day. That just seems to be good for gut health and recovery of our digestive system. I do not eat three hours before bed. Again, based on current research, it seems if we eat too late, like I mean main meal too late, it affects our sleep and we are not able to recover. And that long-term also affects our sleep, our metabolism, our cravings, our inflammation, etc. Right? So for me, 14 hours, again, a fast, let's say I finish it eating at 6 p.m., I do not eat till the next day. Usually, to be honest, it's 16 hours for me, no less than that, but 14 is my absolute minimum. Sometimes if I wake up super hungry for one reason or the other, like those 14 hours, um, I wake up, you know, exercise, do my stuff, and I end up starting eating at that time. Three hours before bed, no food. When I have my meals, I always start with fibrous stuff uh, that can be vegetables, fruit, beans. Um, if um, I happen to have salad, this can be vegetables, you know, salad uh, mixed with protein. Um, and then if I eat something more carbohydrate rich, um, like maybe, I don't know, sweet potato. Usually, to be honest, I have it kind of all together. I just make sure that there, there is enough protein. For me, it's about 100 grams per day. So 30, 40 grams per meal. And then um, I have carbohydrates in the form of whole food, um, usually whole beans or things like sweet potatoes. And then I have essential fats for every meal, some omega-3s, omega-6s in a form of fish, nuts and seeds, etc. And I do the three times per day. Um, I have some dark chocolate is my uh, absolutely essential food for my brain. There is a lot of research actually on dark chocolate and um, brain health and whole body health. Um, so chocolate is kind of my treat, 30 grams per day. Um, I have, and when it comes to rules, again, I have two major rules, only whole foods. So I have to chew all my calories and and that's about it, I think. And if I decide to have a piece of cake or something like that, it's just one piece of cake, right? What I learned in my life, it's much more pleasurable to just savor that piece of cake, have no guilt, no stuffy feeling. And the next time when occasion comes and you have a really good dessert around you, you can have it too. And that get back to your usual habits. And when I have my cake, it's after a meal of vegetables, of proteins, of carbohydrates, and it's the last thing. 
and it's with my meals, not in some old times, unless, I don't know, it's one of a kind occasion, like, I don't know, wedding or some other sort of celebration. It happens sometimes. But so even for those times, you got to have a rule. Okay, on what days or how many times per month uh, are you going to have that cake? Um, is it once per week? But then again, not all out exactly how much, because if you decide, okay, once a week, I'm going to have all out day and I'm going to eat a ton of food. Now, you might have to then think about cutting your meals and getting a little bit more uh, reserved with your calories for the rest of the week. But then it gets complicated. You see, for me, it's just easier to eat cake if ever, like on holidays, so I don't have to care about uh, the rest of changing the rest of my diet and just stick to my meals. And the reason why it works so well, because whole foods that we chew, it evolved with human beings. That's how we are designed to consume our foods. We were not designed to consume our calories in juices, smoothies, all kinds of extras and shakes. And that's why, you know, when some people... Some experts talk about, like, what's the problem with our food system? With carbs? Is it fats? Is it, like, what is it? And yeah, there are a lot of things. But I also believe we have this interface, you know, our mouth, our digestive system that is designed for certain kinds of meals and foods to be working optimally. And if we start creating alterations to how we consume that food, let's say you consume a lot of liquid calories. Now you bypass uh, at least one of the digestive steps, uh, chewing, that is designed to to create certain digestive enzymes, to give triggers to your gut and your brain about nutrient composition and to trigger satiety, right? That's how we were designed. Juice smoothies do not work well with that system. And all the all kinds of shakes and processed foods with fake flavors. And another thing that I never do is no fake flavorings, um, like some shake with strawberry flavor that has no strawberries in it. I don't do that either because that also screws up my appetite. And if I learned anything from my experience, then it screws up the appetite and cravings for majority of people. Because when you let's say, eat strawberries. They have certain nutritional profile. They have certain amount of fiber and water and micro and macronutrients. When you consume uh, that strawberry flavored shake, it has none of that nutrition and your brain gets confused. It was supposed to get something like a strawberry and it didn't. And because of that, people... People appetite awareness and eating habits are all over the place. So my advice, get to simple foods, have your three meals a day, don't eat too late, don't snack, uh, make sure that you eat your enough protein, essential fats, your fiber and carbohydrates. And most of the people, from my experience, again, worked 17 years in that, when they stick to that for majority of the times, Everything else gets so freaking simple and you feel, look, and do your best. And again, it's not just about looks and compliments that also boost your performance, by the way, but it's also about how your brain starts working when you have a nutrient-dense diet. And by the way, your brain is the most nutrient-sensitive organ in the body. And that's about it, guys. What I wanted to share, uh, getting all these questions lately, I think it's just around the holidays. People are 
uh, worried or curious how to maintain shape while and maybe have their cake too, right? You can have your cake, but not like piece of cake, not the whole cake and not every single day throughout December and January, right? Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, guys. Uh, if you need some help with adjusting your meal plan, um, and even if you would like to have more treats, etc., then there is a way to do that. But again, not without compromises. Please understand that. There is no free meal or lunch in biology. Everything comes at a cost. And for me, that's the cost that I don't want to pay. If for you it's worth it, then there is still a way for you to make it work. It's just going to be different, right? So if you have any questions, please reach out. We can have a call. I can give you simple guidance of how to maintain, get into shape uh, in your specific situation. But again, also no miracles here. I'm not a miracle worker. Um, they're going to say you can eat it all and still be fit just because I said so. No, that's not going to happen. Um, share this episode with anyone who is maybe struggling on their eating food journey and they always, um, you know, either trying to eat healthy or then falling off the wagon and then uh, trying to get back on it, right? If you have this person, please uh, tell them they should call me because I will help them to think about it differently. And once you think about it differently, you usually start taking different action, especially if the environment supports it. Okay, now nutrition, you know, weight loss, one of my favorite topics, spend quite a lot of time in it. And now I'm going to shut up. Guys, if you have any questions, reach out, stay tuned for the episode this week. We're going to talk about creativity and the uh, oxytocin and its effects uh, on our performance and well-being and longevity. Also, we're going to have a guest this week. So stay tuned, stay fit. Uh, fierce and fabulous. And till next time, think about, you know, think about your food rules. Because if you have no food rules in our food environment, there are going to be consequences sooner or later. Talk to you soon and have an amazing day.